I guarantee a lot of you out there have nine millimeters. You might not own an AR-15. Ah, you know what? They want to ban AR-15s. I don't give a fuck. I don't own one, but I bet you own a nine millimeter. And if you don't own a nine millimeter, I bet you own a 380. They are coming for your guns. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today is time for ooh, a little bit of birdshot. We got a lot yeah, to talk about. I tell you what, and we have been doing a really good job on having long form conversations with people. We have. and But at the cost of us not getting to do really good shows about everything else that's going on because right. shit's moving fast. Well, and that's why we're going live with this one, right? We want to go live with this one because there's a lot going on right now that we want to get in front of. But this episode is going to be at least two weeks out. So by the time you hear it, it's going to be old news. And then you're going to be like, these fucking guys, they're just listening to everybody else or regurgitating their shit. Well, we don't want to do that. So we're going to go live with this one so you guys at least know what our feelings are in this stuff. And then yep. two weeks from now, you're going to hear it. And we talked about it a little bit ago before we went live. Um, we're Facebook Live right now. So if anybody wants to get involved in this conversation, send us a message with your phone number. Just a real quick, just real general what you want to talk about. And we'll uh, we'll give you a call. We'll get you on here with us. And we can have you on the episode then. And Yeah. Whatever. So uh, we started started off by, by saying that the episode that just dropped this uh, last Monday we didn't have a lot of information about that shooter in Texas. We didn't. We just had basic info, and we talked about it and, and, and what was going to happen with uh, the aftermath of what happens when these things happen. And we talked about a lot with how political it got and how quick it became political, right? Mm -hmm. Mostly from the left. I did get some feedback from some people that were watching, and these people said that they couldn't listen to it because of all the insults or uh, I would have to read it back, but basically because of the way we were talking about the left. But then they went on to say that they were not happy with listening to me talk about the shooter. Um, they felt that I was about to go to the shooter's race and they didn't feel that was going to be appropriate. But you didn't. I didn't, nor did I know. You were like, this close, nor, Jim. Well, nor did I know what the shooter's <laughs> race was. You want to know what I was going to talk about? Don't even care. I Well, let me tell you. All right. All right. So where I was going with, I don't know if it's true, and I'm still not 100% sure if it's true, but a lot of what was being shared on social media at the time was that this shooter was transgender. Now, that's not to say that transgenderism equals mass murder, right? There's plenty of transgender out there that, that are not mass murderers, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of mental illness that goes along with transgenderism. Transgenderism is one of the highest suicide rates out of all of the LGBTQ uh, community, uh, community out of the out of the entire spectrum there. So, is it something I, you know, that I'm concerned about? That maybe you know what this guy's already suffering from. Sure. Now it turns out the guy was Hispanic, and ended up attacking a mostly Hispanic school in a mostly Hispanic city. In a mostly Hispanic city. So don't come to me with this Christian white male bullshit. Right. Where we, we need to ban guns because you know what? You know what the biggest threat in this country is? Christian white males. All right. Yeah. Well, your shooter's Hispanic. So you can shut the fuck up right now. I'm done with this. I'm done with this argument. I'm done with anybody who thinks that I'm coming after somebody because of their race. Yep. You know what? I'm not coming after anybody for anything. All I'm saying is that there is a known psychological issue with those that are transitioning. And did that play into this? I don't know. 
Hard to tell. But you know what? Could it have? Absolutely. Now, the other thing we need to talk about is the police response, right? And don't come here if you think I'm going to shit on these cops, because I'm not. Because I guarantee you, those cops that were in the parking lot wanted to get in that school and kill that guy. 100%. I can tell you this. I know they did. There's not a cop there that didn't want to get in that school. My question's going to be, and it's already coming out now, that it was the leadership that told them not to go into that school. They told them that this was going to be a barricade situation, that they were going to wait for whatever. And I'm not shitting on those cops, but I'm telling you, and I told you then, that that's not the current way we do things. No, but there was a, a mother that was detained when she started getting wild on them. Got well, out of got out of her cuffs, went into the school, snatched her kids up, and maybe she had a moment with the teacher where the teacher was like, "I don't know if I can let you take these kids," and she was probably like, "Try me, bitch," you know, you know and then and then made it out with her kids to safety. Still before they even went in. Actually, you know what? I'm just seeing the comments now. What are your thoughts on the 40-plus officers who waited outside? Well, 19 kids and two teachers were slaughtered. And that's what we're talking about now. So, uh, since you mentioned it in June being Pride Month, can you tell us what LGBT... Oh, God. Brian. All right. You know what? Brian wants to know what LGBTQIA... I don't think two is one of them. uh, Stands for. No, Brian. I can't. It is lesbian, gay, bi, transitioning questioning, intersex, asexual. Mm. I don't know what the other ones are. I, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, cheers to me. All right. Job. Right uh, so anyway, back to these cops. So the current training, and we talked about it in our last episode, when we first started training on these mass shooters in schools, right, We would you would wait for four guys to show up. You'd go in with a four-man team. You had one at the front, two on the sides, one to the rear, and you would move through through the methodically, right? And you're waiting, you're, you're trying to find this shooter. Your job is to kill this shooter. Now, what gets people is that, oh my God, these cops, and I don't know if they're saying it here, but these cops didn't provide any first aid. Well, let me tell you, that is not our job. When we get there at an active shooter, our job is not to provide first aid. Our job is to stop the killing. All right. That means that we go to gunfire. Yep. Neutralize we, the threat. And we confront that guy and we kill him. Now, uh, I say kill him and they're like, oh, you could shoot him in the leg. Well, you can't shoot him in the leg, right? Because you shoot somebody in the leg. Now you got a pissed off guy laying on the ground with an AR-15. You don't shoot him in the leg. We shoot him in center body mass. Now, are we going out there to kill him? No. We're going out there to neutralize the threat, like Dan said. Typically, that results in killing, right? Because we're putting rounds center mass and we're dropping this guy, all right? That is our job. We step over the kids that are crying for help, as hard as it is, and we go and we find the shooter before he can kill other kids, all right? So you move through methodically, you hear gunfire. Now we're not worried about the open rooms. Mm -hmm. Now we're moving past the open rooms, we're moving to that gunfire, and we're bringing hell with us, right? But after Parkland... That all changed. Now we're not waiting for four. We're not waiting for a team of four anymore. Now the police are getting there. And as you get there, you're going in. You get there. You're the first guy. There's nobody with you. You grab your rifle and you go. And you go and you neutralize this guy, which is what it sounds like this Border Patrol agent did. Now there's some there's some things coming out. I don't know if it was a whole team that did it, if it was this one guy that did it. You're hearing about the Border Patrol guy that was getting his haircut. His wife called him, said, holy shit, help. He grabs a shotgun from the barber. He runs over there, saves his family. I hope all this is true. I hope these guys are all heroes. But it's it's still, it's it's coming in quick. It's coming in 
you know, everybody wants to get their, their side out there. And, and sometimes it turns out not to be true, but as far as shitting on these cops, I promise you this came from higher than these cops. These cops wanted to get in there, every single one of them. Now, I understand. We don't want 100 cops in there, right? 100 cops with guns that are on edge. Everybody throwing lead. Everybody's just fucking shooting, right? I mean, we don't want that. But when these guys got there, somebody had to tell them to stand down. And I think that's what's starting to come out now, and I think that's what you're going to start seeing. And I know there's a DOJ um, a DOJ investigation into the response there, and Honestly, I welcome that because there was a breakdown. We allowed an entire classroom full of kids. We allowed this guy to have his way. Reports are coming out now from survivors that he played music in there, <laughs> that he told these kids it's time to die and started shooting Jesus them. Christ. That he talked to the teacher before he killed her. Somebody had to do something, man. And, and the fact that they're calling it a barricade subject when he's barricaded in there with a classroom full of fourth graders, the kids were also on their phones making nine one one calls. Right. So they right. they had I think they had the info. Look, I but, know but I like know I've said, seen the quote. When higher up say you know this is the situation. You know what it is though? Now. You know what though? God damn man, coming from me, I don't give a fuck. I'm telling you right now that if I'm at that school and the chief of police calls me and tells me to stand down, but I hear fucking somebody shooting in that school, I'll get fired. I'll get fired because every shot you hear is another kid potentially being killed. Every single shot. You don't stand out in that parking lot because somebody told you not to go in. Just like now with the government, right? Government says you can't own a gun. Nah, sorry. You know what? I'm not listening. Yeah. It's not what you want to give me a lawful order? That's one thing. You're telling me not to go in that school when somebody's shooting in there? When it's your job to serve and And I'll tell you this, my local department here, the local city that I work in, you don't have to worry about that. Chief police here is sending fucking guys in there as fast as they're getting there. Mm -hmm. And we are going to handle our business. But these guys that were standing out there, if that's what happened, if they were told to stand down and they all did, shame on them. I'm not shitting on these guys. I don't know the facts yet. But if they stood out there and they heard gunshots... If they stood out there and listened to 19 students, 19 fourth graders being killed, never going home again, 19 families being destroyed, shame on them. Yeah. My boy Danny said in the chats that if you tell officers to stand down when there's an active, not dead shooter, you should stand next to him. Stare at him like this. Hear a shot go. Still standing down? What are you doing? See, I disagree. I mean, no, that, that's his take on it. Like, you got to make him feel that pressure. No, no. You know if, what you if do? You're, if you're not you. tell you. that boss. When that boss tells you, hey, man, well, listen, we could get shot in there. Because that's one of the quotes I'm hearing. Police didn't go in there because they were afraid of being shot. Okay, I guess this is where it ends, right? This is what I signed on for. This is where it fucking ends for me. If I go in there and I get killed, okay. But there better be two more behind me that are fucking throwing lead down that hallway when I get killed. Don't let me die in vain. I can tell you that. Right. I can tell you that. If I'm the only one that goes in there, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. And I'll tell you, the guys I work with now, dude, we're going five fucking deep. I might get killed, but there's going to be four motherfuckers behind me that are throwing fucking lead down there. I can tell you that right now. I trust every guy I work with. So, you know what? If that boss told them to stand down and they did, fuck them. Legally, are they going to be okay? Probably. Right. Because the boss told him not to. And, but again, you run into then 
And you know what? I'm sorry. You're going to see me wiping my forehead. It is literally 150 degrees in here. It's ridiculous. We got to talk to our landlord. But I put my Pop Bless America hoodie on. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. Because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> I ain't no bitch. But yeah, so, I mean, that's it, man. I mean, that's... These guys, I feel bad for them because they're about, I mean, you're going to see a lot of retirements here. These guys aren't going to be able to go to work anymore. Um, I feel bad for them. I, fuck the administration. If the administration told them not to go in there, fuck them. But, because what, but what, kind of, you, what kind of applicants are they getting now because of this shit on police mentality? Well, that's too. true like too, that, right? That's got to be half the battle too. That's true too. You're getting a lot of fucking kids in there that just want a paycheck. Whoa, I didn't sign on for going in, no school shooting, you know? You need the warriors. You need to be hiring the fucking combat vets. The combat vets that are itching right now that are like, God damn, I've been waiting for this. You know? Yeah. That's what you need. You need the combat vets that are standing out there volunteering their fucking time at these schools. That are standing there with rifles. Like, I dare a motherfucker. That's what you need. But you're right. I'm, I've said it before. I retire in five years. Four and a half. Man, the police, I can't imagine the... Knowing what's coming in now, I can't imagine how policing's going to look in 10 years. I got guns. I'll take care of myself. Yeah. You know what? Because yeah. I'm only going to call report takers. That's where I'm at. I'm going to call report takers. I'm, gonna, I'm not calling guys that want to get involved in the mix. So, man, I don't know. It's, you know what? It's a bad situation. I guarantee those guys. Those- so, so right on time, this Joe Burden administration comes out. And he's got some stupid shit to say. Oh, motherfucker. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? You know what? Fuck this guy. Let me tell you something. Right here behind me, the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, it does say a well-regulated militia, but you got to keep reading. Being necessary to the security of a free state. It doesn't say the right of the militia to keep a bare arms. It says the right of the fucking people shall not be infringed. That's what the Second Amendment says. That's what the fucking Second Amendment says. Here's Joe Biden. He says a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in a lung, and we can probably get it out. We may be able to get it and save the life. A 9 millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. All right, so first off, a 22 caliber bullet, I'm telling you, is fucking devastating. That 22 caliber bullet gets in there and starts bouncing off a of fucking ribs. It's little, but starts bouncing off of ribs. Here's it starts up. perforating shit, perforates your lungs, goes through a fucking artery, yep. goes over there, lodges in the heart, whatever. Devastating. But he says a 22 caliber bullet can lodge in the lung, and we, and we can probably, take that you know, out. We could probably get that out. Uh, we can save somebody, right? <laughs> But a nine millimeter bullet, a nine millimeter, the most popular handgun for sure, weapons platform in the country will blow a lung out of the body. A nine millimeter will blow a lung out of the body. Are they going to fact check that? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Now, this is where the Biden administration has come out and said, hey, look, we should look into a weapons ban on nine millimeter. I can tell you right now that my entire weapon system is based around nine millimeter. I have a nine millimeter handgun. I have a nine millimeter PC charger, which is still a pistol platform, but I got a, uh, I, I, I got a brace for it. 
and a nine millimeter PC carbine, a nine millimeter rifle, all take Glock mags. So I don't have to change mags. I can go right from a pistol, take that out, boom, right into PC charger. That doesn't work. Fuck, right into the carbine, right into a rifle. The Biden administration now has decided that it's not AR-15s isn't enough. The nine millimeter round is devastating. And this is how it happens. So now they can ban the nine millimeter and the nine millimeter is not very far off the 40. 40 caliber is only a 10 millimeter. This is how it happens. You let them ban the nine millimeter, everything's gone. Everything. This is how they come after your guns. Now, is this going to get through? No, but they're telling you what they're going to do. They're telling you the route they're going to go. They're telling you that nine millimeter and next is 380 and next is 357 and next is 10 millimeter or 40 cal. Next is 45. Devastating round. Way more devastating than nine millimeter. Before you know it, every pistol caliber is outlawed. I don't care if you support, if you own a gun or you don't own a gun. You cannot let the federal government violate the Second Amendment like this. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's what it says. Let's listen to this motherfucker. So the idea is high caliber weapon high caliber subsonic nine millimeter round high caliber there's simply no rational basis for it in terms of about self-protection hunting i guess let me tell you what the rational basis is the fucking rational basis is the constitution of the united states the second amendment of that that's the rational basis. This is the same guy that in the past couple of weeks have come out of talking about deer. His little joke, right? Oh, deer don't wear Kevlar. The Second Amendment's got nothing to do with deer wearing Kevlar. The Second Amendment has everything to do with a fucking tyrannical government that thinks they're going to take over. That's what it has to do with. It doesn't have anything to do with hunting. It doesn't have anything to do with protecting yourself from a burglar, though that works into it. The Second Amendment is there. To stop the fucking government. Is Joe Biden going to tell his secret service they're no longer allowed to use 9mm? Hell no. Are they going to tell him that they're no longer allowed to use a 5.7, which is a 57 millimeter round? Hell no. No. They're going to be allowed to use them. And I'll tell you this, if they're allowed to use them, I'm allowed to use them. The federal government doesn't get to put me back to musket days while they're still using 9 millimeters. Fuck this guy. And remember... The Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. It was 100% absolute. It was never absolute. You know what makes it absolute? Shall not be infringed. That's what makes it absolute. That's what makes a fucking thing absolute. Shall not be infringed. It doesn't say should not be infringed. Might not. Might not be infringed. It doesn't say, hey, look, Probably man, won't. If somebody ever walks into a school with a musket, we're going to ban all muskets. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It says shall not be infringed. And Joe Biden and his administration cannot come after your nine millimeters. He cannot come after your 40 cows. He cannot come after your 22s. He cannot come after your shotguns. You want to talk about weapons of war? The military uses shotguns. Is shotgun a weapon of war now? It's a weapon of war. They use it. You know what else they use? Knives bayonets 
are knives weapons of war? Nobody is saying that a common person should be allowed to own a grenade. Well, I would disagree with that. Nobody is saying that the common person should be allowed to buy a nuclear weapon. Nobody is saying that the common person should be allowed to buy anti-aircraft missiles. But you can't tell me that the common person is not allowed to own a 9mm, an AR-15. I don't give a fuck a deer wearing Kevlar vest. That's not what it's about. You couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. You want to talk about fact check? You could buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. If you had the fucking money and that has been proven. Yeah, they were, could, writing, they were writing letters for people that needed to be privateers. Hey, buy a cannon. Here you go. Here's your fucking cannon. He's full of shit. He's full of shit. But you know who's going to buy it? MSNBC. And they're going to spit this shit out. You know who's going to buy it? CNN. You know who's going to buy it? Your liberal friends. The president said you couldn't own a cannon. Fuck you, you couldn't. You could buy a cannon if you wanted. You could have three cannons around your house if you had the money. Just like now. You could still own a fully automatic weapon. Just got to have the money. You couldn't go out and purchase a lot of weapons. And those who, not many are saying it anymore, but there was a while there where people were saying that, you know, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots and... All right, fuck this guy. Not many are saying it anymore. You know what he's saying? That's not the fucking quote. The fucking quote is not the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots. The quote is the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of tyrants. That's the quote. What? That's that's, mis- that's a misinformation. That's the quote. But you got Joe Biden over here. Oh, the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots. He's telling you the road they're on, that the tree of liberty is going to be watered with the blood of patriots. Now, maybe he's not. Joe Biden's brain is fucking oatmeal. So maybe he's not. Maybe he truly believes that's what it said. But that's not what it said. What it said is that the blood of liberty is watered with the blood of tyrants from time to time. When, now, when it needs to be. When it needs to be. And I'm not calling for that. We're far off of that. I always say that. We are far off of that. But how many times does he have to say it like that before that's how people start saying it? Hey, Right, like Jeff said, right? Yep. Putting that fucking, yep. putting that little fucking that seed. Get in there. Yep. The uh, Brad jumped in here and 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 he and he gave the oath. Now imagine what he just said about the Constitution in your mind and how he's and how he's misrepresenting what it says. All right, hold on. Let me read the oath. This is what Brad, who is currently in the United States military, here is the oath. I do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States, and I will. To the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Which part of seizing your 9mm sticks up to that oath? Which part of that? Now, there's been nothing in Congress, but this is what the President of the United States is saying. This is what the leader of the left is saying. And if you're not paying attention, man, now is the time. Now is the time to start paying attention to what the leader of the fucking free world is saying about 9mm handguns. Because you know what? I guarantee a lot of you out there have nine millimeters. You might not own an AR-15. Ah, you know what? They want to ban AR-15s. I don't give a fuck. I don't own one, but I bet you own a nine millimeter. And if you don't own a nine millimeter, I bet you own a 380. They are coming for your guns. 2022, 2024, you want to save this shit? That's the time. They are coming for your guns. They are telling you they're coming for your guns. Don't act surprised when they do. 
They want to ban nine millimeters. Are you fucking kidding me? Now let's get to the real meat and potatoes of what this fucking numbskull said. Oh, is there more? Yep. God damn it. What we have to do is have to be able to take on the government when they're wrong. Well, to do that, you need an F-15, you know? You need a... If you want to take the government on, you're going to need an F-15. You're going to need an Abrams tank, right? Your little piddly-ass guns. Nah. Listen, fam. <laughs> Listen, fam, we got we got F-15s. We got Abrams. We're going to take you on. We're going to kill American citizens. Don't think you're taking us on. Remember when Swalwell said, like, well, they got nukes. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is the thinking. If you want to take us on, you better have an F-15. You know who has F-15s? Air National Guard. Well, I don't know if that's true. They definitely have F-16s. Air National Guards. And you know what? When these states figure out what's going on, listen, bro, we have F-16s. Yep. Don't be talking shit. Don't be talking shit. You're talking shit to the most heavily armed army in the world. That's what you're talking shit to. You're talking shit to Americans. You're talking shit to the by far heaviest armed citizenry in the world ever. You better watch your fucking step, bro. And he did. Fucking bullshit. It's just, I, think, I think things have gotten so bad that everybody's getting more rational. At least that's my hope. So I get that we had a school shooting. Horrible, right? But let's deal with the shooter. Let's figure out why this guy's fucking... And I don't have a problem. I'll be honest with you. I don't have a problem with raising the age for... It's, it's ridiculous to me that 18 years old, you cannot buy a beer, but you can buy a rifle. That's fucking crazy. And I know some 18-year-olds, bro, they are not in the right frame of mind to own a rifle, right? I don't have a problem. You want to take rifle ownership to 21? Okay, Constitution doesn't dictate what I think we talked about this last episode. Constitution doesn't dictate what the age is for an adult. You want to make it 21, make it 21, right? But the problem is then, right, the government being the government, you you say that and then they're like, well, if you said 21, why not 25? Why not 35? You know what? You got to be 65 before you can own a rifle. Get your AARP card and a rifle. <laughs> and a rifle. But none of those black rifles. It's got to be one of those wood grain that only shoot one bullet at a time. All right? That's but you right. know what? Fuck this guy. You think he's coming after the nine millimeter, man. Don't fucking sit back on this. The time to push back is now. The time to call your congressman is now. You don't wait for it to get to Congress. He said what they're going to do. He's telling you literally what they're going to do. Now is the time to call your congressman and be like, this is fucking bullshit. Somebody needs to get in front of this. The right of the people shall not be infringed. It doesn't say the right of the militia. It says the right of the people. You are the people. And the people make up the militia. You are the people. Your rights shall not be infringed. It doesn't say it can be infringed when there's a school shooting. It doesn't say it can be infringed when a grocery store gets shot up in Buffalo. It says shall not. And don't sit there and take this shit. God damn, hallelujah, Merry fucking Christmas. Why aren't you drinking? Gatorade. I got so, I'm sure a bunch of you saw this. I got so fired up with this thing, I fucking knocked my whole glass of bourbon off the fucking table. <clears throat> so since they wanted to see what a dry run would look like. Oh, I'm so mad. They contacted Justin Trudeau from Canada and was like, hey, Justin, let's talk about banning the sale and 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 
the ability to uh, have a private sale or any movement of handguns. I'm not listening. And they can't do shit about it because they don't have a Second Amendment to protect it. They really don't. It's a tough situation to be in over there because they want to do their thing and, and, and get their... You know, hold on, hold on, rights, hold on but, real quick. Dan Calkin says, Japanese Admiral Yamamoto is claimed to have said, and I've heard this before, that you cannot invade the mainland United States. There would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. And I think that is true. We are the most heavily armed citizenry the world has ever known. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll continue to be, I think. So, Justin Trudeau, it will be no longer possible to transfer import handguns anywhere in Canada. And I don't know what the thing is about handguns. Dude, I'm so sweaty right now. I don't even know what you said. I'm so mad. It will right. no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in the U.S. In the U.S.? Not Canada. God gotcha. damn, motherfucker. Uh, and then so, Stephen Crowder on Twitter says, Trudeau thinks that banning guns is going to stop criminals who break laws from getting them. Right. The only people that aren't going to get them are those that are following the fucking law. Yeah. I. So, Brennan, I hope you're still here. Maybe we should call Brennan. Brennan, send us your phone number. Let's talk about what your yeah. feelings are on Trudeau. Lauren Boebert said on Twitter, you want to know Joe Biden's ultimate goal? God Just, damn, I was so excited for a minute. I thought you said Lauren Boebert commented. No. Oh. Just look north to Canada's soy minister, Justin Trudeau. They're going on the uh, path of regulating guns, which means their end goal is that none are allowed. Right? Give them an inch. Give them that inch. Well, here's your problem, Canada. Your problem is that you do not own a Second Amendment. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, the government is allowed to do what the government... I And I don't... Brennan, fucking send your phone number, man. I would love to talk to you because I don't understand Canada's constitution. And if they start stepping on the citizens next in Canada, who are they going to call? I mean, Adrian says that the uh, drugs are illegal, doesn't stop criminals from getting them. That's always, that's the age old argument, right? I mean, l look at our war on drugs. And we did an episode on that. Look at the war on drugs. You can't stop coming across the border. Mm -hmm. You know who does new drugs? Me. You know why? Because I'm scared of the ramifications. You know who does do drugs? Criminals. You know why? Because they don't give a fuck about the ramifications. Nope. You know who doesn't sell drugs? Me. You know who does? Criminals. Fucking God damn. Like, it's so easy to see. It's so easy to see that it's not going to work with gun control. Why do you not see it? And that was the thing, too, when this first started with the shooting in Texas. And they're like, we got to stop these gun lobbyists. It's like, you want to talk about lobbyists? Like, what do you know the percentage of gun lobbyists from the NRA and all these different uh, companies that make guns? Do you know what the difference is between the money that those lobbyists put in to Washington and the pharmaceutical companies? Yeah. What's, right. the, what's the difference of that number? Right. I bet you it's huge. Huge. Billions, I bet. The Hodge twins said on Twitter that dictator Justin Trudeau is just trying to flatten the curve of gun sales. Uh, <laughs> Brandon says, check my voicemail. What? I don't know. This fucking motherfucker. Uh, you might be on Do Not Disturb. I don't have a voicemail, you bitch. I don't, I, I'm looking at it. He might be it. talking about from two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fair. Yeah, all right. We're going to get Brennan on here who's a Canadian citizen. And in fairness, I don't know a whole lot about Canada. So to have somebody who's actually living the fucking life. Hello. Brennan. What is going on? <laughs> Brother, <laughs> That's what we on? need to find out from you. That's what we need to find out. Uh, life is good. Life is good. I was actually in your neck of the woods on the weekend. This weekend? This past weekend? Yeah, last weekend. Last where, weekend. Where I didn't were, drive, but I couldn't. What's that? 
Where were you? Norwalk. Ugh, Norwalk. Did you stay in Ridgeville? I didn't. I didn't drive, so I couldn't be social. My apologies. All right, no worries. Uh, man, it's good to talk to you though. So, yeah. what's going on, man? I mean, what's going on with Canada? So, your your constitution. What does it protect you? What what protections does it give you? Oh, Jim. See, now you're putting me on the spot, and it. it I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this. You and I have a lot of beliefs the same, so don't take it as. You know, I don't want your, your listeners thinking I'm some crazy liberal that, that's against everything. Sure. It's a different world here, okay? So that's the easiest way I can say it. We do have rights and liberties, but the issue is, is I literally, for you to call me up and say, hey, you know, tell me about your constitution and things like that, you're putting me on the spot, I can't answer it. So my guess is that Canada, you guys aren't wearing shirts, that talk about the constitution matters, right? I've got this sticker to give no. away to somebody tonight. I'm not sure how we're going to give it away, but you guys aren't, you don't have stickers like this that say the constitution matters. You no. guys aren't no. big on your constitution. Like we are right. Like um, we, we have, we have our, our rights for sure. And people will, people will, will stand up for those rights, whether it's, you know, when it comes to when it comes to weapons and things like that, for sure, you know the the semi automatics and the, the the licenses and and the stuff about the handguns, I think, is lip service. I don't think that's going to pass. I think why why it isn't as, it going to uh, pass? So Trudeau brings it up. Why isn't it going to pass? Because he's, he's well, it's liberal government, right? So he's trying to um, unfortunately use what happened in Texas. In Buffalo, even though in Buffalo wasn't a handgun, um, he's he's just trying to say guns are bad and we got to get rid of the, the the terrible terrible handguns. So how does your There's system no, work? Can he can he just say, "Hey, guns are bad. We're not doing anymore," or does it have to go to whatever your governing body is? Yeah, it'll it'll have to go through uh, and be voted on um, by who? That's the whole uh, by. The what do you mean by who? Is it Parliament? Is it? Like it goes to the House. It goes to the House and House of Commons, and then House of Commons. they okay. debate it. And yeah. All right. So, are you heavier in the cons- in the conservative side on the House of Commons or on the liberal side? The liberals did something that they shouldn't have. Of course, well, they did. I don't think it's of course they did. Jesus and, Christ. Yeah. So basically, what they did was they. So we have we have the conservatives, we have the what's called the NDP, um, and then the uh, the liberals. So what they did was the liberals and the NDP got together and made a a backroom deal to basically keep the liberals in power until 2025. I don't understand how it's acceptable, how it's legal, whatever the case is. But basically, two parties banded together to form a larger party. I guess is the easiest way to put it to get the numbers. So, so if that's if that's right. Why aren't Canadians in the street right now? Why aren't, although I say this, but look at what we're putting up with here. <laughs> did you, did you, don't you remember the, uh, the, the transports and the, the truckers? Uh, yeah, we did an like, episode on it and it didn't get a lot of coverage down here. <laughs> yeah. True. True story. What do you mean? It didn't get a lot of media coverage down here. Yeah. The media blacked out That's your the, trucker. The freedom basically. convoy. Yeah. That's what they called it. Wow. Okay. Well, that, that's interesting. Like that that was basically that was it. I mean, well, they, the government, the government for, I'm sure the government told the media here, look, don't cover this. We don't need this fucking hassle here. We don't need a catching fire over right. here. Right. We don't need we see what's happening in Canada. Keep it up there, bro. 
right? Yeah. We don't need it down here. For sure. But my under, my understanding is, is that, and I think you had a couple of guys that, that chimed in from Michigan. Maybe they can say, but I, my understanding was, is that there was, there was convoys starting in like Michigan and, and um, like Washington state and stuff like that. There were, so but even though the- Dan, do you remember hearing about it? Mm, yeah, because they were, um, they were messing with the border which made it to where they on were the breaking bridges. the law, but 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 and do you remember hearing about removed? Right, but do you hear, remember hearing about the U.S. convoy, the U.S. Freedom convoy? No, I know, I know it started out west, and they had a date where it was going to start, and they got to D.C. and then they blocked them off from going into D.C. like they headed everything off at the pass. God damn it! So my question to you would be: Why wouldn't something like that? We're not talking about two or three transports. Why wouldn't something like that be? Be covered. Why wouldn't be, it be because mentioned? the media is the fourth branch of government here in the United States right now, right? The media is the propaganda arm of the government. The government tells them what to cover. If the government doesn't want it covered, bro, it's not getting covered. Now we do have a lot yeah. of independent media. We got Daily Wire who's doing great work. We got Town Hall who's doing great work, right? But the mainstream media, where most people get their news, they, they're bowing down to the federal government. Whatever the federal government wants, the media is the mainstream media is the fourth branch government now. When everything was going on here, it was interesting. The the, the way that the, the truth of what was going on was getting out was actually people with Facebook Live. Right. You know, there, there was all sorts of, of, you know, the reports of, of swastikas and this, that and the other thing. And then all of a sudden, some some guy sitting in the cab of his truck would, would turn on Facebook and say, so this is what happened right beside me. Literally, I mean that's that's the way that the 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 news was getting out there. Um, that was interesting to see. You know, the whole thing about limiting limiting free speech and things like that. It'll be interesting to see if if there's anything ever done about you know Facebook Live and changes like that. Because, like I said, to I me that's where that's where. I guess I don't understand how Trudeau got reelected. Was it righteous? Do you think? Now, I don't want to get into um, the whole Trump stolen election. I don't want to, no, you know, no, I'm no, not no. saying stolen, but do you that. think it was righteous? Two ways for me to answer that. First off, no. But second off, yes, in the sense of the way that our, the way that our voting works is the city of Toronto is broken up into so many different ridings that literally if, if people vote in the, the city of Toronto and all the various ridings, it'll dictate who gets in. All across the country can still vote, but Toronto has so many people and so, so many ridings. So you're basically, I, I'm assuming then Canada does not have an electoral college like we do, right? The electoral college was designed so that Los Angeles and New York could not continue to elect their politicians, right? They couldn't make the decisions for 98% of the country. The electoral college is set up. So that even though North Dakota has a fucking tenth of the population of Los Angeles County, they get the same say. So you don't have that. Toronto can make, basically, Toronto can decide how the entire country of Canada is governed. So one city, one city can, can decide how the entire country is governed. Now there'll be people out there that'll disagree with me and that's fine. But my, that's my understanding of it. And that's the general consensus is just that they, they being the conservative premiers and things like that are trying to change it and trying to 
to kind of break up some of the, you know, however many ridings there are. But uh, obviously, that's, that's meeting a lot of resistance. And so far, it hasn't happened. I would love to see what your numbers are. I would love to see what, what are your most rural, rural most country, most rustic uh, provinces? So what, um, Saskatchewan? I'd say Saskatchewan. Okay, so I'd love to see uh, the numbers of, so what province is Toronto in? Ontario? Ontario. Okay. Yeah. So I'd love to see what the numbers, the voting numbers of Saskatchewan versus Ontario, because the way you're making it sound now is that Saskatchewan doesn't really have a vote. So I wonder how many people in Saskatchewan are like, you know what? Fuck it. Doesn't matter. Toronto's going to fucking um, decide what we're going to do. I'm not, I'm not wasting my time. I got to work. They're a hardy bunch out there. <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, farmers. A lot of uh, you know. I'm not saying it's all rural, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, 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 those numbers would definitely be online, but I, I would, I would hazard a guess that nobody's just sitting on their hands. But is it making a difference? So they're not sitting on their hands. Well, but does anybody fucking care? Well, is- that, and that's the thing, right? Like it's it's um, for sure people care, and people are trying to. People are finally, instead of just sitting back and saying, okay, well, sorry, um, they're finally starting to do something about it. So, um, <laughs> Dude, I'm not laughing at you. I just love, instead of people saying, back and saying, sorry, sorry. I, I'm going to well, tell you, I'm going to tell you about, about it. these guys in the north. I, 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 I love did that to you, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was contagious. It started in Minnesota and worked its way up, right? Or is it delay around? No, that's probably, it comes all the way down to Minnesota. So what do you think about the, 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 the handgun ban? I mean, do you own guns? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. So, so they're, what they can do, um, I mean, ultimately, I mean, they, they can do whatever they want, which is exactly what you don't want to hear. Oh, but God. I think what's going to happen you is know what? that- You in America, um, hold on. You in America, listen to what he just said. Say it again, Brennan. They can no do way, what? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Say it again. They can do what? On. Hey. No. They can Brother, do whatever the fuck they want. Listen, no, that's a I'm big not- that's a big deal because that's where you are right now in Canada. But in the United States, right now, they cannot do whatever the fuck they want. Because despite what Joe Biden said about that Second Amendment right there not being absolute, it is fucking absolute. Right. Until they change it. Oh, I know that. Y'all in I America, everybody listening to this needs to understand how it could be here. No other country in the yeah, world has a constitution. True, but it, anything anything that he tries to do still has to go through the House of Commons. So can he delay the purchase of a handgun? Sure. Can he stop the, the, the transfer from person to person? I doubt it. Can he stop it from, you know, over the, over the border shipping um, transfer? I, once again, I doubt it. Um, but, I mean, these are, these are things that literally have just come out. So... They, they popped up in the news and, and they disappeared. So I'm sure it has something to do with exactly what you're saying in terms of, uh, you know, the, the media media is going to drop a little nugget and get you thinking about, oh, handguns are bad, and then we'll see where it goes. But like I said, there's enough people that are saying, no, this isn't right, that I, I, don't, think, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to outlaw a certain type of, whether it's a handgun, simply for being a handgun. I, I can't see it happening. Oh, right. God. All right. Well, we got to move on to the next topic, man. I really appreciate the call in and all you're going to do is keep 
aggravating Jim because he cares so much about what the Constitution means to America. You know what, Brennan? Brennan is probably my best Canadian friend. I know other people, right? And I don't talk to Brennan a lot. But me and Brennan, we're on the same page. And we, we talk online enough. And we, you know, I... I hope you know that literally we are, we are not a, a, a just literally going to sit there and go, okay, well, I guess that's, I guess we're not buying handguns. Okay. Well, I guess we're not doing this, Like that's not the case. So don't think that, uh, you know, things are, things are just copacetic right. conversations are being had. And, and definitely, I mean, that's, uh, we're not a bunch of sissies is uh, what I'm trying to say. Uh, nobody accused you of being the French, bro. No. <laughs> no, but if you call us, if you if you put up the bat signal and toss a wink this way, we'll we'll come. Oh, well, <laughs> listen, man, we're we're here for you. You know, you're our northern brothers for sure. All right, well, that's good to hear. But uh, as, as Jim was saying, I mean, we're 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 we think alike. We're we're common, and uh, definitely. Well, don't think bad you know. People. I guess the thing is, when we have things about Canada, maybe we'll just start calling you. I don't know. I because I don't understand Canada, right? When we were talking about the freedom no. truckers, I don't understand what your constitution says. I don't understand how your government works. I'm worried about our government here. I mean, we're in such a fucking shambles right now. I don't have time to worry about somebody else's. Give me a heads up. Give me some. Uh, I'm sorry. Some your name's. I'm homework. sorry. And from now on, your name's not Brennan. Your name is. Jacques. Jacques. Uh, Jacques. St. Pierre. St. Pierre. That's going to be your name now. We don't want the government being like, listen to this fucking guy. So your name is now Jacques oh, great. Pierre. I'm on the list now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. Hey, congratulations. If you're not on three lists right now, you're not even a friend of mine. You're so. not even trying. Yeah, well. exactly, bitch. <laughs> All right, Brennan, we got to go, brother. All right, man, we'll see All you. Right, hey, then. take care of yourself. All right. All right, bye. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I mean, I just don't, I don't understand Canada enough, I guess. But, you know, I, oh. But you know what? Is what Trudeau's doing much different than what Biden's doing? No, I mean, they're just trying to put it out there in the air to make you get used to hearing it and thinking it and saying it. Because it's weird that he picked nine mil, right? It's weird that he picked nine mil because he just kind of went over it, you know? Well, he went, he, yeah, 45 he ACP. Nine, he picked nine mil because Why not it's the 45 most, ACP. Because 45 ACP is not the most popular caliber in America. That's why. Fuck this guy. Like Pat said, Patrick said, hey, welcome to the watch list. Yeah, bitch, I'm on three watch lists. I don't, you know what, whatever, whatever. I don't, fuck, man. Look, I'm not calling for insurrection. I'm not calling people to take up arms. Like I said, I've said it all along. We're far away from that. Yeah. But it's time to start paying attention. And there's a reason why that Japanese commander didn't want to come on our, come on our shores. Because he knew. It is time to start paying attention and it's time to start contacting your, your congressman. It is your, the time where you could just sit back and say, ah, somebody else is going to handle this for us. That's over. Ain't nobody going to handle this for us. You know what? I got a sticker on my truck right now that says nobody is coming. It's up to us. Nobody is coming to save you. Don't count on the government. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. Contact your congressman. Run for office. Get involved. Nobody is coming. It's up to us. And if you want that sticker, it's at 30secondout.com. Go get it. Are they paying us? No. Oh, whatever. Go to 30secondsout.com. Last topic. Last topic. We got one more topic. Is it is it our last episode? What do you mean? 
Like ever? No. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Might be if they come and get you. Shit. <laughs> no. Is it the last one we did? What's the last topic? That we're going to talk about next, I'm saying. Bitch, I know. What are you saying it is? Oh. Uh, John Durham, Clinton campaign lawyer Sussman, was acquitted for lying to the FBI oh. in the first trial of special counsel John Durham's investigation. Of course he was acquitted, right? Of course he was acquitted because we have all the fucking evidence in the world that he was guilty. Of course he's fucking acquitted. Do you know why? Because there's a two-tier system here in this country. There is a justice system for you and there's a justice system for the elites. Fuck that and fuck him. Fuck him, dude. A juror in the trial of a former Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, told the media after... Uh, he was unanimously acquitted Tuesday that she did not think the case should have been prosecuted because lying to the FBI was not a big deal. DC sucks. That's what this tweet says. So Durham should have got that whole entire thing out of DC. But DC is 80 some percent Democrat. There were some people on the jury that, that Michael Sussman's daughter was on their college team or like uh, there were some people that donated a Clinton campaign and they looked the judge straight in the face and said, I, I can be partial. I could be partial. No, that's not how it works. That was that was kangaroo shit. And and you know, is, does he have bigger fish to fry? I don't know. I was never. What uh, about Hunter Biden? Remember when he lied on the FFL? I say he didn't do drugs. Yeah, remember that. Is he going to be prosecuted? He stashed a gun by a school too, didn't he? Is he going to be no, prosecuted? This girl did that. Uh, I don't know. Remember all the all the videos of him smoking crack? Oh wait, no, it's a two tier justice system. That's right. That's right, right. 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 There's, there's justice for thee, but not for me. I follow a guy on Twitter called undead FOIA, undead FOIA, freedom of information act. And he was doing a really good job following it. And he did a really good job going live at night and bringing professionals on to talk about it. And everybody knew he had a good case, but everybody also knew it was a tainted jury it was an Obama-appointed judge. Yeah, I mean, I think Donald Trump did as much as he could to get as many conservative judges in D.C. as he could, but it was so thick, he probably didn't even penetrate the lung. See what I did there? You know what? <laughs> this son of a bitch Biden saying that you're going to blow a lung out of the fucking body with a 9 millimeter handgun. Oh, I see what you did. All right, you know what? I'm done. God, you almost wrote me back in. Oh, God. Blow a lung out of the body it's with like, a nine millimeter handgun. Like, it's just, you're holding Dude, it all along. I'm not even listening. I'm like reading this over here, and then you said that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, fucking. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a shame, and, and I have no doubt in my mind that Durham may have some people in his sights, but the Justice Department's probably going to shut him down. So, he probably had a ton of stuff he could have did. Probably had a ton of stuff he could have he could have got people on. Um, the last person that he got to plea down to a deal uh, ended up getting like house arrest or some shit. I wonder it's what garbage. John Durham's doing right now. What he's doing at home right now, like he's like, what the fuck? Why am I wasting my time? Right? You know? Why am I wasting my time with this bullshit? Because no matter what I fucking find, ain't nothing gonna happen to anybody. Why am I wasting my time? Yeah. Yeah. And they say like, you, you know, know why he's wasting his time? Because he's bringing it to light because everybody knows that Sussman should have been found fucking guilty. But everybody knows that this whole thing was, was brought on as bullshit and it hampered a whole administration and nobody's going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, so what does that do to their confidence in the, in you know the what, system bro? itself? Listen, the tree of Liberty must be 
water with the blood of patriots. That's what he said. So fucking dickhead. That's what he said. All right. God. Might dude. be the new slogan. The tree of fucking tree of liberty must be water with the blood of patriots. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm looking right. forward to the White House going, oh, that wasn't the right quote. The right quote was tyrants, and we are not tyrants. <sighs> Fuck. Let's talk about the last episode, which is going to air next week. All right? So uh, let me pull up my fucking, just to make You're sure. You're talking I, about Stacey Goodman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure I have all the right information here. So our last episode was Stacey Goodman. She came on with us, mm-hmm. and Stacy Goodman was just a regular old B-cop Suffolk County, New York, in 9-11, uh, at 9-11. And when 9-11 happened, she was part of a volunteer response team uh, because she had Red Cross experience. She was part of a volunteer uh, response team. And th- she got on with this response team when TWA Flight 800 crashed into the Long Island Sound. Correct. So she got on with them then. Her very first call out was when 9-11. The, when the towers fell. That was her very first call out. All right. So her response team was there for, it was basically a mass casualty team. And she got on with them. Hold on. I'm going to bring up her stuff right now. Um, she, I can tell you this. She's our fucking people. <laughs> she... <laughs> <laughs> this chick, right, man, I, she could fucking be here in this studio every fucking week with us. Um, so what happened was that she got, she got sent down to nine 11 and her job was to preliminary identify all the bodies and the body pieces that were coming in off the towers. Yep. Uh, for, she, for 23 straight days. 12-hour shifts. Yep. And then she would send them with their preliminary ID to the medical examiner. The medical examiner would say then, okay, yeah, you're right, or DNA, whatever it is, nah, you're wrong. But at first, she was getting full bodies in there who had wallets on them. She was looking through their pictures. She would see pictures of this guy's wife, his kids, maybe pictures of them at Disney World or whatever the case may be. She knew the name. She saw the smiling license photo. She knew who these people were that were killed on 9-11. And to hear her story and to hear her talk, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. There's no way. No way I could look at what she looked at for 23 days. And like she said, 23 days felt like a lifetime. 12-hour shifts every fucking day. 23 days, no time off. And that's nope. going to be the episode that drops after this one. Yep. And Man. it was a great time. She got wild. We got wild. I can like, tell you, a her, good time. her book is called The Dust Never Settles. You can go to stacygoodmanbook.com. It's S-T-A-C-E-Y-G-O-O-D-M-A-N, stacygoodmanbook.com, and you can order the book. And don't order it from Amazon. Uh, if you order it from her page, uh, you'll get an autographed copy of it. If you care enough, order the book, read it before you hear the episode. It's going to mean a lot more to hear her, her actual story. She sent us a message said, Hey, I think I'd be a good fit for your podcast. And we blow most of those off because they're not, they're just trying to hawk shit, right? They're just trying to get, um, they're, they're just trying to 
get our listeners to come over to them, whatever the case may be. This is not that case. She was a perfect fit for this show. It only took about two episodes that she was on uh, when she was promoting her book for me to call Jim and go, uh, schedule this for today, please. Yeah, we were supposed (laughs) to just have her on to talk about whether she would be a good fit for the show. Today at about one o'clock, or probably earlier than that, Dan says, hey, look, we don't need to talk to her. Just get her on today. She's fine. So, uh, but that'll be the episode that drops next week. It is fantastic. We love Stacy Goodman, man. She is a friend of the show for sure. Uh, and we're going to be in touch with her in the future. So, all right. All right. So, uh, of the people that are here right now, give them a number, mm-hmm. give them a number. And this is, it's not a big deal, but I'll tell you what, I love it. And whoever fucking gets this number out, this mm-hmm. is what we're going to uh, be giving away. Just a Little Constitution Just Matters sticker, number, right? Huh? We will fucking get it out to you. We'll get it out to you in the mail tomorrow. The Constitution Matters. Put it on mm-hmm. your car. Fly it proudly. Yep. Am I telling them pick a number one through ten? Like right now? Because uh, we're just saying staying well, up. No, so. whatever you say. The first. So basically, yeah. whatever Dan says, yeah. the first person to oh. message Pod Bless America. With the number I say. With the number he says. The very first nice. person. Dan will screenshot it. The first yep. person that sends that number to the Pa Bless America, we'll send the Constitution Matter sticker out right to you. Nice. So nice. Uh, we'll contact you, give us your address, and we'll get it out to you tomorrow. Okay, guys. Uh, uh, Jeff said two, so don't say two. Because no, no, already no, got no, it. no, no. It doesn't have to be one to ten. Oh, it could not. be fucking anything. It no, it's not. I got the number. I got the number. Is I'll it, say the number. We'll hit the outro. Is it thirty nine? Oh, fuck that's, that number. That's sexy. <laughs> That <laughs> that's God, sexy. They started handing out badges at your department at one. You're so fucking old. You're 35. I, I saw a six. I saw 30. six. I saw a 606 over there the other day. Yeah, 606, a fleet car, bitch. No, that's how you many people have been hired since you bet, bro. Hey, we're almost at 100. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, it's a joke. Every every I don't think fucking that's real. Every fucking gray hair. I earned it. Okay. Oh, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we go, though, bro, you know what's up. Yep. You do know what's up. Just give me a little bit. Just a little tip. Just a dip. Yep. Good enough. Right. All right. So we got a little bit of here. Uh, granddad, old granddad. Uh, if you remember a couple episodes ago, we had Josh McTarian. Hold it up. Show the badge number, man. So we had Josh McTarian. Uh, his wife came on and said old granddad was his favorite. We got a uh, bottle with his badge number on it, 45. Uh, we end every show with a little nip to uh, Josh McTarian. He was a Twinsburg police officer that was killed. Uh, by an asshole who had loud music. That was it. May have been drunk. Josh tried to arrest arrest him. Sorry. Put uh, one handcuff on him, and the guy shot him in the forehead. He was a legal CCW owner and pulled a handgun out, shot him in the forehead. When Josh fell, he then executed him while he was on the ground. Old granddad was his favorite, and we always toast to Josh. So, to Josh. Hey Josh, all right, cue up our outro. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. Thank you.